Hi, this is Julie. This is Liz. This is Sheila. This is Monica. This is Leanne. We are the Satellite Sisters. You are listening to Satellite Sisters to Go. We are the Satellite Sisters. Welcome to the show. It is Sunday, May 18th. I'm Liz Dolan. Uh, I'm in Santa Monica, California, here with two of my sisters. Uh, Sheila Dolan, you are in South Pasadena, California, but can I also say that when I call you up on Skype, a little orange, like, warning triangle with an exclamation point in the middle of it comes up? I don't know what that means. <laughs> that that means, watch out, it's me. Yeah, that's exactly what it means. I think that's the limited connectivity warning. <laughs> I just, you know, it's never easy, but I'm on the show and I'm happy to be here. <laughs> okay. It is never easy. You're right. It's a and miracle. just up the road from South Pasadena is actual Pasadena. And Leanne Dolan, that's where you are. Liz, happy to be here today on this beautiful Sunday morning here in Southern California. Yep. Yep. So, uh, yeah, it was a little smoky in my neighborhood this week. I couldn't believe the smoke was blowing all the way up from San Diego. But I went out of here the other morning. And I, th- I actually thought my building was on fire when I walked outside. So- I, I know. We feel like idiots when we do that, right? Like yes. something on fire? Oh, San Diego. Right. Yes, right. I know it's not funny, but it's just it's hard to imagine smoke gets all the way here enough to smell. Anyway, so Lynn, I understand you had a big night last night. We did, we did, but we have a big show. Let me just preview so people oh, stay okay. with us. Yeah. We we are gonna talk about the women in the media this week. a uh, couple women making headlines. Sheila got a massage, so you know, you know, buckle in. Uh strap in people. Yeah, you know, that's she said, gonna be long. Quote, this can go long. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's back with another episode of Is It Just Me or, uh, and then um, we have some more updates on our Chatham meetup so on Cape Cod, so stay tuned for that. But um, yeah, last night I was part of a new venture here in Pasadena. The ever-evolving LitFest Pasadena decided to take it out of the stodgy tents and go on the prowl. So the idea was kind of like a c- pub crawl um, with, uh, with authors. So we started at one venue and then we moved up the street and then there were five or six places, everything from theaters. We were in a, I was in a space that was an architecture design firm with different authors, poets, writers, mystery writers doing. That sounds really fun. You know what? It worked out well. It was a touch and go. I have to say the production team. You were skeptical midweek. I was, and there there hadn't been a lot of publicity, so I was afraid uh, that it was just going to be like me and my two fellow panelists, which I was fine with because they were great, but um, it actually worked out beautifully. It's been very hot here, so to have it in the evenings was absolutely lovely, and people did really hang out, and it was actually really fun, so success, but... We started at Roman's Bookstore. Uh, I know I talk about Roman's a lot, but they sort of are our flagship cultural uh, home here. And um, Ruth Reichel was the the kickoff speaker. You know, oh, Ruth, I, love her. I know, former editor of Gourmet Magazine, author of two really great memoirs. She has a new novel out called Delicious. Um, and she was on Satellite Sisters. Remember how great she was on Satellite Sisters? She's just so warm and earthy and sexy mm-hmm. for someone mm-hmm. who spent their career like dressing up as a restaurant critic and like right, right. taking on all these different identities. So she was interviewed by um, her former co-editor at, at Glamour Magazine, I mean at Gourmet, who happens to also live in Pasadena, Lori Ochoa. So that was really fun. Kickoff, there was beverages. There was uh, food from a really good restaurant in town that Mm. apparently 30 years ago, Ruth had given like their first big review to. So that restaurateur came to pay homage to Ruth. And so it was just very convivial. And you know what? You know how I loved Gourmet Magazine and our mom loved Gourmet Magazine. And she talked about the closing of Gourmet and what that was like. I almost came to tears. <laughs> she, oh, she, they of just, course you did, Leanne. I just, because that was a very special magazine. And I think it's because mom handed the sort of a subscription down to me. And it was just a very beautiful, you know, well-written magazine. And so apparently when they shuttered the door, she was out on a, a book tour promoting their cookbook. So they called her and said, you have to come home from Seattle. They shut, they shut the magazine. She went back out on the book tour because she was contractually obligated to. And then when she came back, everyone was gone. And she was like alone in the gourmet offices for weeks, like wrapping up the final issue. 
Is it? Uh, that's <laughs> that's sad. It really is sad. It, yeah, that's you know. spooky. I know. And she said, here's what was kind of spooky and gross. They just locked the test kitchens without without cleaning anything out. No. <laughs> yes. Ew. Yes. Oh, so wow. she her her novel, Delicious, sort of is about a young editor in New York, and a similar thing happens to her. That's the jumping off point. But to hear her talk about the closing of Gourmet, my gosh. And she said she went out on that book tour uh the doomed book tour and she said women just came up to her and started crying just at, like at every event like i can't believe they closed gourmet magazine she said it was such an emotional book tour but she looks great uh i can't wait wait to read her book delicious and then we headed off and my fellow panelists were um cindy chupak the former executive producer and head writer of sex in the city and Modern Family. She did many years on Modern Family. And uh, her first memoir was the Between Boyfriends book. And she's just out with a new memoir called The Longest Date, Life as a Wife. Um, <laughs> and we had talked to her on Satellite Sisters, but I'd never met her in person. So that was fun. That's great. She is so funny and so nice. You know what? So funny and so nice. That's yeah. she, Yes, yeah. Liz, she is so funny and so nice and so successful and still yeah. so nice. I would just yeah. like <laughs> – she's wildly successful. She's developing The Longest Date as a sitcom for your network, Liz, oh, but she's cool. also directing her first feature film she's very excited about. Like, Wow. I know. She was, she was just so really nice. Great to talk to her. And then our other panelist was Annabelle Gerwich, who is an actress and a writer and a performer and an essayist and – she kind of does it all. She writes funny materials and then she gets up on stage and like delivers it like a house on fire. And um, she has a book out called um, I See You Made an Effort. It's a coming of middle age book, she said. And it just hit the New York Times bestseller list this week, which is really, really impressive. Really hard to do as an author. So we had a just our, our panel was called Funny Lady. I don't know oh, why right. it was just funny lady. We didn't understand. <laughs> we did not understand. So the people title. had to guess which one of you was funny. Is I, that I, it? I don't know. <laughs> and it the was, first time I ever saw Annabelle Gerwitz, she created a show called Fired, which yes. was just a very funny show about stories of getting fired on your job. Yes, she, and was, she told the story of getting fired by Woody Allen on a movie. Yes, and that's <laughs> and that was her first big book. So she does a lot of really interesting things too. So we were a real a very a powerhouse panel, Liz, I have to say. We did yeah. not get top billing at LitFest Pasadena, but we were a good panel and um our moderator, I felt sorry for her cuz it was I mean, I we just we stepped in. We just we we stepped in and we ran the whole Ran the whole operation, but um, she tried. Rewrote gamely. the show, Flo. We did. She tried gamely to keep up with us, but um, but it was really fun. I mean, we could have gone on for hours, but of course, we were being followed by real literary lionesses, uh, Michelle Hunnevin and Liz, our friend Mona Simpson. Oh, oh, <laughs> no. okay, Sheila. Like three years ago, maybe even four years ago, we yeah, did like an, we did like an hour long interview with Mona Simpson. First, we had to teach her how to use Skype, and then we had to record. Porter, and she is an, an unbelievable writer, obviously. Uh, you know, just she is a true literary lioness. She, she is a literary yes. lioness, and you know, she's so thoughtful. And it was it was a long but very deep. Liz did a good job, very deep interview. And then we got to the end, and we had only recorded half the conversation, <laughs> like our half. Like we didn't somehow we didn't get her. It was it no. was bad, and it was not bad. usable. It was not usable. And we oh, could, boy. and, and I there's heard, no way after the hassle it had been, we could call her back and say, could we do that again? Yeah. It was so deep and it was just, she went there in the interview and we got nothing at the end. <laughs> and I, now I, I cannot go to a single book event around town without seeing Mona Simpson. And I, I just hide like, I was like, quick, it's Mona Simpson duck. Like she's gonna, <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> so so how many pubs did you actually crawl around to? Leanne? So it was three different venues. So venues. it was it was okay. yeah, it was cuz it wasn't all there was wine and food at most uh but and then the finished up at El Portal which is a Mexican restaurant. But oh. here's here's the best part. Here's the part where you know it's a small world. So uh I show up at our venue and there's a volunteer there and who's the volunteer? Monica's college roommate Ann Hardy. She's yeah. really what? She, I was like Ann. She's like Leon. You know, she lives here. She's from Pasadena. She lives here, but I only see her like every couple of years. Like, well, she doesn't leave her house much. And so, <laughs> <laughs> but it was really fun to have Anne doing the sound check. It was hilarious. So, 
was just very fun. So all in all, it was an excellent night. So uh, excellent night. We had fun. Good for you, Leanne. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like it. Well, there are you know, three women in the media out there doing it for yourselves. Exactly. I like it. it. That, is, that was the feeling. That was our motto. That is good. All right. Well, Liz, I did want to ask you, though, about Jill Abramson, the... Um, the, yes. She was fired this week, the executive editor of the New York Times. I know you'll have an opinion because I, I don't really – I didn't really see what the big deal was. I'll be honest. Yeah. What, about her getting fired? Yeah. yeah. I mean, she was – maybe they didn't like her. I don't know yeah. what to say. No. <laughs> like, people get fired. There, there is a part of this that is a big deal, but you're right. The, the getting fired part, not so much. Yeah. Um, so, yes. Yeah. So, Jill Abramson – is um, was the first ever female executive editor of the New York Times. Obviously, the New York Times has a long tradition. They've been in business for a while. All the news that fit, that's fit to print and all of that. And she was named executive editor in 2011, I think it was. And but she'd been at the Times most of her career, so um, she was certainly a well-known entity there when they put her in charge. So I have like New York Times alerts on our news alerts on my phone, mm -hmm. and so it was one day that it was like when, when did this happened Tuesday or Wednesday, whenever it happened, like the news alert that, that Jill Abramson had been fired at the New York Times actually popped up in uh, on a news alert on my phone in the middle of a meeting. And I looked at it and I was like, what? How is that possible? <laughs> and of course, I'm all I work all with people who are, you know, in other countries or from other countries, or I guess the, the sort of the lore of the New York Times is not something that they care about so much. So when they're like, what's the matter? What's the news? I'm like, Jill Abramson got fired. And they all looked at me like, who? <laughs> what? So you're right. There's a limited circle of people that care about this. But anyway, so here's the thing. What has come out since she got fired? Well, they keep... They keep explaining that it was just, you know, that she was not a great manager. Jill was well known as being someone. The word they keep applying to Jill Abramson is imperious, mm -hmm. right? Imperious. And which is just a fancy New York Times word for bossy, right? right? Mm -hmm. And so she was bossy, which uh, in my world, when you're the boss, you get to be bossy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. I, I think that comes with the territory. And the New York Times has famously had many, many other very imperious uh, executive editors. So, yes. so all of a sudden having a bossy boss is a bad thing. When having a bossy boss at the New York Times was always a good thing. Famously big personalities like Howell Raines, you know, and Abe Rosenthal and people like that, if you are a New York Times reader. Anyway, so, but then what was really interesting, once it all um, started to come out, I guess the straw that broke the camel's back is that Jill Abramson realized she was getting paid a lot less than the previous men in her job. Okay, I have a question on that. Yeah, Ooh. go ahead. And she had been getting paid a lot less in her previous job before that. So there was a long history of Jill Abramson making less than all the men, either all the men in equal jobs. And in some cases, she was making less than people who were working for her. Oh, well, that's bad. But yes, that, that is. No, I mean, but I, it doesn't. I mean, Jill Abramson is not sitting across the table from, you know, Salzberger, like putting numbers on napkins. Don't I, they I, have these big time employment lawyers yes, doing contracts? Yes. Like, this, isn't this that is kind of thing. her yeah, lawyer's fault? A, I mean, really? I mean, honestly. But this is another part of the story that I think is so interesting. What Part of what Arthur Salzberger said, Arthur Salzberger is the publisher of the New York Times, so he would be her boss, and he's, the, his family has owned the New York Times forever. So he's like third generation Salzberger running the paper. Um, they just thought part of what he has said is he thought it was unnecessary that Jill got a lawyer to come in and fight her salary fight for her, which I say... Everyone has a lawyer to do that. Like, so Jill is not allowed to, like, bring a lawyer to a gunfight, but everybody else has a gun in the room? <laughs> oh. You know, I mean, that just seems... Oh, was this a, unprecedented? Usually it was napkins just, across the table at the, you know, Metropolitan I don't believe Club? that. I do not know the answer to that, Leah, yeah. but I don't believe that for one second. I don't either. I don't I either. I think what had happened is that the relationship had frayed so much that then... The last, the, the, the right last when they, the last straw was, and now she wants to renegotiate her contract. But just you know, it's, these are actual facts. So if you want, if you if you do care about this story, 
Ken Oletta in the New Yorker has everything. So just go to newyorker.com and it's all the ins and outs of this. But uh, one thing Ken Oletta wrote was that her starting salary in 2011 was $475,000 compared to her predecessor. Whoa. Whoa. You would be satisfied with that? Yes. I'll take it. (laughs) I'll take her job in a second. Yeah, you could step right in. She I was, like that. I like that salary. You had to I work it a lot. Pretty hard for that salary. Yeah, that I was actually surprised it was so low. I, I was to say. yeah, that's yeah. that seems low. But her boss, I mean her the predecessor, Bill Keller, was the executive editor before her. He had been making five hundred and fifty nine thousand uh-huh. dollars. So so that's not jump change, the difference between right. those two. And then I'm sure there's her, a percentage I could figure out like twenty five percent when you yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right twenty. It is is not meaningful. The New York Times uh, uh, spokesperson, there's a woman named Eileen Murphy, who's their PR person there. She has to answer all the questions about this. She described that as broadly comparable, which is a lie. That is not comparable. Uh, But then they said during in her previous job, she was the Washington bureau chief from 2000 to 2003. So I guess she had some jobs in between. Her salary was a hundred thousand dollars less than the guy who came in after her, a guy named. Oh, that hurts. So you know what? So you take kind of a bossy, imperious, admittedly difficult person and then she finds out that she has consistently, over many, many years, been paid less than the men doing the same job. And then she has the temerity to go get a lawyer to fight about it. And what are they? It's just like off with your head. Mm-hmm. Like this was viewed as combative. <laughs> Arthur Salzberger thought this was combative. And I, I just like, I don't know what the answer is here. It's you're damned if you do, damned if you don't, because women are constantly being told. Right. And I'm one of the people that constantly tells women this. You have to go in and ask for more. Most of the time, the reason women are paid less than men is because they don't ask for as much as men ask for. They don't insist on it. Men don't pussyfoot around when it comes to stuff like this. They're just constantly coming in and asking for raises. Believe me, I've seen it in, in my work career my whole life. So I see you know, how my son overvalues his, uh, his work. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think I should ask for this? I was like, are you crazy? You're 18 with no training. But yeah, he has the confidence to aim high. I mean, yeah. Well, that's what I mean, though. Initially, like, it's kind of the pay thing. I thought, well, she should have asked for more money. I don't, didn't she? A a long time ago. Well, yeah, I I guess. But now you're the editor. It it seems like you could ask for the top of the range if you're using uh, HR terms as opposed to the bottom of the range, which it sounds like. And they're always happy to pay you less money. Yeah, no, exactly. no one on the other side is going to insist. No, you're worth more. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, but it's you know a lot of this seems like this was a situation that has existed for years. Right. Jill Abramson has always been imperious, but now all of a sudden that's a firing offense. You know, Jill Abramson has always been taking less money than the men around her, and this, the moment she asks for more, that's a firing offense too. So I it just there's a lot of poor management that goes on in the world, yeah. and I think this is a good example of that. Well, doesn't uh, that seem like a close society to the New York Times? But yeah. so the, where they so, could get away with sort of endemic, you know. Yes. Uh, so when you say the pay. range, I'm not sure there's yeah. really a range, yeah. an official HR range for executive editors of the New York Times. <laughs> you know, well, Sheila would like to get in on the next round of hiring. <laughs> oh, I, I'm, I'm going to renegotiate my salary. I mean, I, I, I need to because there's quite a large range at my school. It's quite a large and it's open ended. So, yes, you can go in and ask for anything, really. <laughs> or not. Yeah, you can ask. Bring a lawyer to the gunfight, Sheila. Yeah. See, see how, like, the head of the middle school or junior school or whatever you're in reacts to, uh, this is my lawyer. He's going to be or she's going to be negotiating my new contract. For I next like year. it. I like it, Liz. Anyway, so uh, it's just it, the whole thing is so depressing. All right, Liz, thank you for straight. And maybe I'll maybe get fired up now. I know I'm a week late on the outrage. No, you don't, have, you don't have to care because you're right. It is such a closed world. They're part of you thinks, well, all of these people deserve each other. Right. Just, I, I just sometimes yeah. you're like, well, I don't know what to say. She got three and a half years. But she did win a lot of Pulitzers in that time. Yes. I, I mean, she Which was, is her job. Yes. Right? That's what she's supposed to go do. Yeah. Uh, and so she did it and you're right. You are, it's Arthur Sulzberger's paper. If he wants to fire someone just because he doesn't like her, like you can kind of do that. But it did seem like she got just dumped after a career 
of contributions to the organization. Mm -hmm. And if you apply that to any other business, which is not as unique as the New York Times, you still would have to feel like somebody's been at the paper there or bad, whatever the business is, their entire career. They've contributed mightily to the success of whatever the enterprise is. And then all of a sudden, boom, out on the street. That that just always feels bad. I think she'll be okay, though, don't you? I mean, it's a blow, but it makes for a good book. Uh, So. Liz, you know we love talking about Framebridge, don't we? We do. <laughs> because, because there are just so many fun things to frame, Leon, aren't there? Right. Anything. You can just upload a digital photo from your phone and they can print it and frame it. And that is a gift right there, a gift people would love getting. But Liz, you recently had quite an exciting Framebridge experience. Would I, I you did. like to share? Would you like I know, to? I talked about how when we were at the Bruce Springsteen concert, I was with our brother Dick, his wife Susan, his two kids, and one of the roadies threw us the set list at the end of the show, which was amazing to get the actual set list for the actual concert in Los Angeles. And we're like, oh, yeah, any day now, that's going to be in a place of honor in their home. Sure enough, Leon, they have already framebridged it and sent it to us with a picture. So I'll be in Bend next week, so I'll get to see it. But it's just excellent use of the Framebridge resources, the Bruce Springsteen set list. Fantastic. And this is gift giving season. So if you have a graduation coming up, a wedding, a shower, Mother's Day, Father's Day, look around. I'm sure you have something fun you can frame and Framebridge can do it for you. It's easy and it's affordable to frame just about anything. You get fair and transparent upfront pricing based on the size of your item. There's a great selection of frames. And as we've said in the past, fast service, free shipping, great for gifts. Mm -hmm. And guess what? Liz, not many things in life give you a happiness guarantee, but Framebridge does. If you're not 100% happy with your piece, they will make it right. So if this but sounds like- you are like- going to be happy, okay? <laughs> That's just the Satellite Sisters promise. You're going to be out. You're going to be happy you did it. See why Framebridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit framebridge.com or see a local Framebridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything, like a Bruce Springsteen set list. That's framebridge.com. Thanks, Framebridge. Liz, summer is coming up, and you know what that means? It means you're grilling. You're grilling and chilling there with your your butcher box. What what do you got going on the grill this summer? Well, you know, here's the thing. Because I'm going to be up in in Bend for a part of the summer, I'm having my box sent there, Leanne. That's great. Go on vacation with your butcher box is what what I'm recommending. (laughs) By the way, you're just going to buy meat and fish and stuff when you get there. Why do that? Anyway, I love their steaks. I love their scallops. The scallops are really good. And the chicken thighs, all good. I'm ready. That's right. ButcherBox gives you peace of mind and easy-to-find high-quality meat and seafood you can trust. It's 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, pork that's raised crate-free, and wild-caught seafood, no antibiotics or added hormones. And as Liz said, delivered right to your doorstep. And you can customize that delivery plan, Liz, right? Because it can go wherever you want it to go, whenever you want it to go. If you want to delay it a week, you know, speed it up a week, you just go to your ButcherBox account and you can make that all happen. It's so easy to manage online. Yeah. And if you're like Liz, you can take your ButcherBox on vacation, which is... That's nice. That's nice. Nice to have something familiar there. (laughs) Yes. So if you want to take your meat on vacation, sign up at butcherbox.com slash sisters and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional 20% off. So you can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash sisters and use code sisters to choose your free for a year offer. Plus get $20 off your first order. Thanks, ButcherBox. As opposed to another woman in the news this week, Leanne, who like went out on a high note. This is so, this is the exact opposite. Barbara Walters. I mean, it was the week of Barbara Walters. I, when she announced she was retiring last year, I thought, when is that coming? You know, it, it seems silly to announce I'm retiring in a year from now, but it's because she had to line up all those specials and goodbye salutes and all 11 guests, guest hosts of The View had to show up. And then at one point, like, Every woman who's ever been in the news, like, was in a photo with her. And I noticed <laughs> we were not included. And we we were part of the ABC News family, Liz. We, we were. <laughs> yes, we were. Satellite Sisters was part of ABC News. Yes. 
I was if like, you can believe it. Where was our invitation? We worked with Juju Chang and all those people, but uh, it was. She seemed to be really enjoying herself. I did not watch the two-hour finale on Friday, uh, but good for her. I hope she enjoys uh, enjoys her retirement. It was a good way and to I go And I saw out. that they named the building after her. Did yeah, you see neat. that? That's and cool. I think that was that terrible building in New York where we had to work sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I, think that's, I think that's now the, like way over on the west side. Oh, that, that building. Oh, that's I think the, so. Oh. I think oh. that's the one. But where Sarah I, Sweeney. Not... Sarah Sweeney is still there, correct? Yeah. 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 So we can, we can verify that. Okay. Well, it was that was quite a picture though. Like every newswoman ever, uh, you know, wishing her well. She was. Right. Uh, I saw that Lisa Ling was there. Yeah. And I had forgotten that Lisa Ling was on the View. Like that she was right. one of the original hosts of the View. Three, three. No, she was uh, round two. She was oh, she Debbie Matinopoulos's replacement. Oh, oh so Matinopoulos. as I she read, was also on Satellite Sisters a lot. Yeah. Lisa Ling. Yeah. 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 So yeah. and she, I because I read Liz the whole history of every host on the View, which of course then just made me mad because. Again, resentful because we actually conceived as Satellite Sisters a full year before The View went on the air. Yes. And for our whole career, it was like, oh, you're The View on radio. And we would always add, but we were first. But that was uh, – <laughs> It hasn't done us any good being first. Not, not one bit. Not one bit. Okay. Well, we're, we're still here in Barbara's Gone Land. Does that help make you feel any better? I think we should just get a bunch of lawyers and go in with guns blazing. I <laughs> Oh God! So uh, anyway, uh, okay. So we were. Uh, um, oh, we had some wedding news, right? Yes. Yeah. We well, did. You, you do. Yeah. Uh, I have wedding news. Um, so as we've mentioned uh, on the show over the past couple of months, our niece Catherine, uh, who has been a special guest on the show several times, is getting married uh, in June. So several weeks ago, we got a gorgeous wedding invitation. Um, that said, Mr. and Mrs. James Joseph Dolan, that would be our older brother, Jim, request the honor of your presence at the nuptial mass, uniting their daughter, Catherine Cunningham, and Mr. Alex Daniel Nordenson. And it's a beautiful invitation. Sisters, I just realized I have not yet responded. So I got to do that. But, Liz, the but they know I'm coming. was last week. It was? Well, I don't know. I, I just, even, I, even I made the deadline, yeah. which is very unusual. I wanted in on that Sunday brunch. I didn't want to get cut off. I Boom. <laughs> right back. Anyway, that is Saturday the 14th of June, and that's why we're going to be on Cape Cod that weekend, and that'll be super fun, and we're all super happy about that. But then, also a couple of weeks ago, I got an invitation from two of my closest friends in Los Angeles, who very sadly for me are getting married on exactly the same day. Oh. So you guys oh. know Ryan and Dexter. Yeah. And of yes. Course. Of Ryan course. and Dexter, after all these years, getting married on Saturday, June 14th. So this oh. one. So, oh, um, wow. So this invitation reads, together with our families, Ryan John Roberts and Dexter Michael Fedor request the honor of your presence as we celebrate 22 years together by getting married, finally. And it's just, it's a beautiful invitation, of course. And at the very bottom, it says, gents, semi-formal, ties optional, ladies, fabulous cocktail. So. <laughs> I like oh, it. And, oh, you know, what, they are what, good what, party throwers. Lee, and yes. they threw you a book party at their house. Spectacular. Which was super nice, right? Is the so, wedding at their house? No, the wedding is in Malibu. Okay. Uh, on, like at a ranch in Malibu. Oh, you'll also be, you'll be interested to see this. A thing. ranch in Malibu? Oh. Well, is know. it a Lord of the Rings themed wedding by any chance? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'd be interested in that. No, but it does say that. <laughs> That's it, a tough choice. <laughs> it does say that it starts promptly five o'clock in the evening. Oh. Words promptly are on the, uh, like on the invitation. In LA, so, you have to remind people because there's just no one arrives anywhere on time ever. You know, and they go, oh, traffic, like I'm an hour and a half late traffic. (laughs) Oh, well, Liz, I'm happy for them. I mean, now that, you know, it's interesting now that gay marriage is legal in so many places that a lot of your friends that, you know, just being together forever and ever. Now they're like really together together. (laughs) And it's so beautiful. It's like that they can like make this move. And it would have been a beautiful wedding to be at. But um, 
when I told them I wasn't going to be able to make it, they were like, what? You're skipping our wedding for your niece who is also your goddaughter? (laughs) So they totally understand. But I'm sorry to be missing this one, Ryan and Dexter. That's going to be beautiful. Oh, okay. Yeah. I I get maybe one wedding invitation every 10 years. So that's it. (laughs) I know. Me me too, Sheila. That's that's why I'm kind of annoyed that these are two fabulous weddings on the same day. You know, so – it's, I should have weighed in earlier on the date selection. <laughs> you uh, don't, you don't, I don't think you get to, but, oh, <laughs> uh, well, well, one, well one, I've, I've been getting ready for, I mean, I've been prepping for Catherine's wedding for a couple of weeks now, trying to get into shape. I don't know about anybody else. Oh, hang but, on one second. Can we, did we update on the Chatham thing? No, I was Leanne's just going to jump in. Okay, didn't. okay I, let's do it. Okay. So uh, on my personal Facebook page, Cindy uh, Cindy, you know, Cindy would, she weighed in, she wanted to know who was organizing it. And then Beth said, I can, I live near there. I can go check out some venues. Uh, but neither one can come that weekend. They have family plans. Apparently June is a very busy month for stuff. Um, but Cindy named a couple of places. Beth went to check them out. She said they seem a little formal. The Wild Goose Tavern was one of them, but that has an outdoor staging area. So we are on it. Like Beth, I mean, literally Cindy mentioned two places, Beth, according to her Facebook posting, like got in the car and drove over there. Like, <laughs> she was, she's like, okay, I'm on it. And like, tw- you know, a half an hour later, okay, I went to look at the places. <laughs> it was like so real, real time updates from Beth and Cindy. So I appreciate it. So we're trying to narrow down a place in the Chatham area. You know, what we need is like a brew pub, which that, you know, yeah. in Oregon, they are a plenty. I don't know if in charming New England, whaling towns, they have a lot of brew pubs, but we're looking for a casual space like that. So and that will be Sunday, the 15th of June. What time did you pick? I, I said you- two to four. Two to four. Two okay. to four. That's what I said. Thinking if people needed to get home at night, that gives them a chance to get there and then a chance to get stuck in traffic on the way home. So uh, two to four. So um, that's when it will be. Mark your calendars. We don't know where yet, but we are surveying the situation. But this Wild Goose Tavern looks like a good backup. It just seemed a little bit formal to Beth. Mm-hmm. So she was going to mm-hmm. check out a few more places. Okay. There you have it. Okay, right. she'll go for it. You're so wedding. the idea. So the idea is to meet the sisters. Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Yeah, you haven't signed up for it yet. So the, uh, you've been uh, contacted though. You haven't yes. contacted. So. Okay, but I, I I looked. I think my flight is at six. I, I'm not even sure. Oh, you're but, leaving uh, Sunday. Yes. Oh, I thought. Okay, I didn't know. Okay. Yes, I am leaving Sunday. Okay. All right. Okay, then okay. you're not, you're definitely Then not you're out. <laughs> I, unfortunately, I won't be able to make it, but right. at least two sisters can be there. Yes, right? Liz and I have committed. Yeah. Julie's waiting to see what her family travel is, and I haven't heard from Monica yet, so. All right, okay. <laughs> well, Leon, I want to update you on the wonderful end-of-the-year gift you gave me, the beautiful massage and facial. How did it go, Sheila? How, well, I'm curious. You know, I feel like I... I, I'm a spokesperson for all spa experiences, so I want to give, you know, a fair and partial review of of my Massage Envy experience. Yes. They are a nationwide I- chain, Massage Envy. They just put in a new facility. The girl told me when she gave me the tour, largest Massage Envy in the country, like oh, right really? down the street from you, <laughs> Sheila. Yeah. It is huge, Liz. And what's interesting about this section of really not a great neighborhood, Lower Fair Oaks in (laughs) South Pasadena, where pretty much nobody goes unless you're interested in reflexology and getting your nails done because there's this mini strip of just one reflexology place after the next. Right. And then there's this brand spanking new Massage Envy. Um, so I didn't know Massage Envy was a national chain. Yeah. There's one here on Montana Avenue too in Santa Monica. Yeah. Okay. I did not know that. Oh, they so, said there were okay. 2,100 outlets. Okay. 2,100 uh, places. So. Well, I understand because I mean, first of all, it was uh, part of the problem was me. It was a Friday night uh, and, um, after it was pretty much the hottest week on record it here. Was. It was it gross was, yeah. hot. 103 in May. It's just wrong. It was wrong. And, you know, I'm with 22 kids and it's, I had two nighttime events last week. One of which was the spring sing, 
which they should have called like the summer meltdown <laughs> because it was like 101. Oh. I literally, and we had a rehearsal at high noon. Oh. That was, and I, you know, I was blasted. I mean, I just, so when I got to Massage Envy and they asked me to fill out a six page, you know, medical waiver, I was like, can I just get my massage now? Can I, can I, okay. So, I mean, basically if I had checked off every box, every medical condition that I actually had, they would not have given me the massage. I don't think. I mean, I literally left everything blank. Um, medications. I'm not going to tell you what medications I'm on. I mean, I don't know you. you know? That's a good point, Sheila. That is a totally fair position to take. And, and then there were pictures of like every zone that you did or did not want them to touch. It's like, yes, touch my feet, right? <laughs> yes, touch my head a lot. No, do not touch my abdomen, but pretty much every other place. I need you to touch. I mean, um, and then the zones that, you know, they wanted to touch. I was like, no, don't touch that place. I mean, so the forms took forever. And, I, you know, and then they said, oh, and I, it, the chairs are that modern sort of half back, right? Yeah. In the way it's spotless. But my back was killing me. So they could tell, like, I, I was like bending over. <laughs> Please, can I get my massage? Go, oh, let's, I'm going to, we're going to move you in the quiet room. And did, did you go into the quiet room when you took a tour, Leanne? I t- well, I took a tour. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know if I went into the, oh, the quiet room. Yes. The, the big quiet room in the room. middle. Yes. It's like the biggest room I've ever <laughs> seen. It was big. In my life. It has like a, I didn't even know zoning could like put roofs that high. I mean, the spire, there was like this 80 foot spire in the middle of this quiet room, I looked up, I was like, this is the tallest building I've ever been in. Okay. And it was back there. It is. Okay. And then, um, so I'm zoning out in the quiet room. It's nice. I'm having some orange water. They have like a TV. Um, they got a nice big fireplace going. It's fine. It's Friday night. Just touch me, right? Yeah. <laughs> Just grab me and touch me. Just And... Wouldn't you know, we were having a nice quiet time in there. And then this woman walks in. And I mean, it's a brand new massage envy. She comes into the quiet room. She's like, oh, my God, this is beautiful. She starts, you know, talking. Right. Not really getting the concept of quiet room. Quiet room. And she got taken by her therapist. And the last thing I heard her say was, my name is Dolores, but you can call me Lulu. All right, so then my therapist comes in. Mandy. Now, part of the part of the appeal of this place, Liz, is it's lower cost. Okay, yeah. it is so there's no showers, there's no wet area. Yeah. Of- and it was great. The introductory massage and facial combo was they have a great deal going. It was super yeah. reasonable. It's what Sheila requested. I wanted to thank her for something <laughs> she had done. So uh so I just wanna, you know, I just wanna go on record as saying you did request to go there. <laughs> I, I know I did. And and I know I did and I loved it. I okay. just thought I mean part of the problem is me. You know, it's just it I was not in a good um and too, I, I too tired to get a massage. Yeah. I want to thank you. Um, they brought me in. Mandy brought me in, and it was this spotless massage room. It was but clean. I knew you would like that because brand I new. Loved it. Loved it. Um, it. It was the couples massage room, oh, which okay. which just re reemphasized the fact that I'm completely alone. <laughs> like there was another table. <laughs> that I was staring at the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, during a massage or any, uh, any service treatment like that, I, I just start crying and they, they don't, you know, they don't, Mandy did not know how to deal with that. That was funny. I said, Mandy, it's been a long day. So she gave me, I thought deep tissue meant um, just hard, forceful grabbing. Into massaging. I didn't know it was like a slow manipulation Okay. So she gave me a deep tissue massage, which I definitely needed. She was very sweet. And oddly enough, the warm bed on a hot day inside massage envy felt really good. Oh, I like warm beds. Those, that's yeah. a nice touch. Um, and then um, 
so, oh, but when she greeted me, she said, well, are you having any areas of, are you in pain? And I said, yes, actually, my back. <laughs> Just trying to imagine what you might have said my as back, an answer to that question. My, my back. <laughs> My back is actually really hurting me now. And she's like, well, how long have you had that? I was like, I don't know, two weeks. She goes, and you've been living with that for two weeks. I said, Mandy, if you knew what I was living with for 50 years, I mean, <laughs> bunions, Mandy, low self-esteem, um, you know, come on, Mandy. Uh, again, like the six, I, if I told them everything that was wrong with me, right. I, they would have kicked me out of massage envy. I just tried to keep it light. Um, so, so then Mandy finished up and then Aaron came in for the facial and she was just as sweet as could be, you know, just, uh, and again, she asked me, are you having any, any difficulty with your face? Uh, <laughs> well, what is the right answer to that? <laughs> like, are you having any pigmentation issues? I got, I said, dark spots. Mm. I said, can, can you see my face at all? <laughs> yeah. I'm having some dark spots. She's like, are you dry at all? Yes. I'm yeah. dry. It's 103. It's 103 yeah. in a, and we live in a desert. Yes, dry. I'm old. I'm dry. And she's like, I was thinking of doing the anti-aging. I said, do it. Did you do it, Erin? Just start applying serums. So she was great. She did, you know, she did the neck and the um and the arms. No hot paraffin, but she finished me off with some vitamin C, some vitamin C radiance. And um and and I was done. I mean, you know, I finally fell off the massage bed. <laughs> As she left the room, there was a huge crash. She's like, I'll let you, you know, get dressed. And um, I just was completely out of it after that, which is a good sign. I mean, I left my keys in the room. I mean, you know, it was just like I was completely done. Um, and then, you know, so it's a pack. They can you can do a package there, 59 a month. And then you have a massage waiting for you every month, she said. I said, you know what? I'm, I just, I'm fine. I, I'm good. <laughs> this was it. I enjoyed every minute of it. So, Leanne, thank you. You're very welcome, Sheila. You're very it's welcome. Such, and it's there in my neighborhood. I it can't is, believe it. It is very close. It's the, it's the biggest massage envy in the country. Just remember it's, that. It's the flagship station. <laughs> When they said they didn't have a shower, I was like, that's okay. She has like 12 other places she can shower in town. Oh, I took a shower before I went. I yeah. did a complete scrub down. That's what I figured. Yeah. So good job. Good job. Okay. Good report. Made it through. Good report. Liz and Leanne here, and we are so grateful to have Osea support Satellite Sisters. Why? Because it's just a great product. Holy cow, do we, we love Osea's skin and body care. And you know what? This Mother's Day, just look no further than Osea. Spoil the moms in your life with the little luxuries from Osea. The moms, the stepmoms, the bonus moms, the people who bring a touch of something special to your life, aunts, grandmothers, they would love a little Osea this Mother's Day. And you can get 10% off your first order by using our code SATSISTERS at OseaMalibu.com. And Liz, you know what every mother and mother figure needs? What? More moisture, Liz. They need more moisture in their skin. <laughs> in no their kidding. skin. I mean, really, the creams, the lotions, the oils. I love it all. That duo they have going. Oh. Like, you can't miss with the duo of Osea. Liz, the mega moisture duo. Yes. You can you can literally see your skin get firmer. And it just delivers <laughs> this full body glow. Okay, you know we have raved about the Andaria Algae Body Oil. Mm -hmm. Well, Pair that with the Andaria Collagen Body Oil. Youthful, yeah. Liz. A youthful yeah. glow is going to happen. <laughs> and it's a, infused with Osea's signature Andaria Seaweed. So it just smells so delicious, doesn't it? I know you're talking about giving it as a gift. I also suggest just giving it to yourself <laughs> because you're worth it. <laughs> that's, that's true. 
That is absolutely true. Okay, that moisture duo I mentioned too is a great value because you can save 16% plus the extra 10% with our code SAD Sisters. So this is it. This is a win, win, win Mother's Day gift. Spoil the moms in your life with clean vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with the code SAT Sisters at OseaMalibu.com. And you get free samples in every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Osea is spelled O-S-E-A. So head on over to OseaMalibu.com and use code SATSisters for 10% off. Thanks, Osea. Hey, it's Liz and Leanne here, and we want to thank Pros for supporting this episode of Satellite Sisters. Now, you know, Liz, I've been out and about with my new book, The Marriage Sabbatical. Mm -hmm. The book is getting rave reviews. I'm very happy. But you know what else is getting rave reviews? My hair, Liz. My hair from Pros is getting rave reviews. Leanne, I am not surprised. You have been on that Pros hair regimen for quite a while. I mean, you have good hair anyway, but now you have great hair because you've really paid attention to it. Well, Liz, pros is made for people, not hair and skin types. Personalization is rooted in everything they do, from their in-depth consultation to their made-to-order model. And you know what? I love the regimen they have me on. I, do I take the hair vitamins every day? Yes, I do. Do I use my shampoo and conditioner made especially for Leon Dolan? Yes, I do. Do I sometimes use the leave-in conditioner when I, my hair is really dry? I do. And I even have a pre-scalp thing that they give me. Okay, pros, you, you're the boss. I'll take it. <laughs> you tell me what my hair needs. That sounds good. And here's the thing. It's personalization, Liz. For yeah. millions of possible formulas, only one is uniquely Leon's. Okay? And I'm I'm using it. Pros mm -hmm. isn't just better for you. It's also better for the planet, Liz. They're a certified B Corp, cruelty-free, and the first and only carbon-neutral custom beauty brand. So, Pros, we love you. I love the photos of my hair. Couldn't be happier. <laughs> photos of your hair. There are people in the photos, too. That's the thing about a book tour. Everybody yeah. has their picture taken with Leon and then post it. So yeah. the hair is important. <laughs> Couldn't be happier, Pros. Pros is so confident that you'll bring out your best hair and skin. They're offering an exclusive trial offer of 50% off your first subscription order at pros.com slash sisters. So you get your free consultation, then 50% off at pros.com slash sisters. And pros is spelled P-R-O-S-E. Pros.com slash sisters. Thanks, pros. So yeah. Sheila, you were going to um, give us an installment today of your new signature segment, Is It Just Me Or? Okay. Yeah, no. Is it just me or? Um, is it just me or? Well, a couple things. Um, the one thing I, you know, I've been wondering about for years, which I've never really admitted to anyone. Uh -huh. uh, okay, let me just update you on. The first thing is, is it just me or how many reminders do you need that you are getting a colonoscopy? I mean, like, <laughs> when you are getting a colonoscopy, that is pretty much all you're thinking about all day and all night. I have been trying to eat Jello for weeks now, you know, just in preparation. Just so there's nothing to clean out. Get an 800 call from the colonoscopy prep people, like every day, all day. I mean, and so yes, I know when the colonoscopy is, and it's happening, and I'm not forgetting about it. So I, I don't know what they want anymore. I've gotten every form of reminder. <laughs> And I'm, they're texting you, they're calling you, they're emailing you. They're forms, they're forms, they're forms. So I'm set with the colonoscopy. You know, I know it's happening. Um, and it's coming up. Leanne, just a reminder, the colonoscopy is coming. When is it? Oh, is Leanne Lea your transpose? Yeah. She's my pickup person. Mm -hmm. What day? 28th. Okay. All right. Good. I, I panicked. Okay. Now I'm putting, right now I'm putting it on my calendar. <laughs> okay. See, that's where they should be sending the reminders yes, is to, to the me. person who's picking you up. <laughs> 28. I'm on it. I'm on, I know I said yes, just like on my cell phone and then did nothing with that information. Okay. Right. Go, go okay. carry on. Um, the other, the other thing is, I don't know, is it just me or how do hairs get in the freezer? <laughs> Come on. I mean, how do they get in there? I does that find, happen, does that happen to you a lot? Yes. 
I really? do. I I found I find long hairs in my freezer all the time. It's not as though I'm sticking my head in there and cooling my head down. Even when it's 103, you weren't doing that. I mean, I've I've, I've been tempted to lately, but I mean, really seriously, how do they get in there? And then I and then my mind goes, is are they rat hairs? Are they? <laughs> is there some kind of animal? Um, taking over. So that, that's, she, that's. I think you need to take personal responsibility for whatever hair. Right. Is in your I, yeah. That may be easier for you. Emotionally. Okay. I'd, like, I'd like people. No, just write in if, if that's happened to you before. Because <laughs> really. I mean, I think there's someone out there who's had that happen and has been wondering, is it just me or. <laughs> and finally, Leanne, I know you'll appreciate that. Is it just me or Albertson, the Albertson takeover of Vons has to stop? I, I, I know. The entire store is cakes now. <laughs> They've completely turned into a cake store. Have you noticed that? Sheila, I was so inflamed by the whole situation. You know, at the end of every transaction, when they circle this thing on your bill and they or the receipt and they say, here's our survey. You could win $100. Oh, I went on and I gave them a piece of my mind on that survey. <laughs> I, know, I know you would. I'm I mean, expecting a follow-up call from the management because I just unloaded on the whole situation there. <laughs> I know we have, you know, high diabetes in this country, like there's a weight issue going i mean the entire store is cake <laughs> and I, I hadn't thought about it but now that you mention it yes it's an expanded cake section yeah. uh, what, what were your issues Leanne? obviously cakes were not your focus you know it should they keep moving the food around i can't yeah. stand I it they every, move it every yes. week every week and then there is continues to be like nobody at the checkout line and then when you get to checkout they are just not nice to you anymore this yeah. bag this bag situation Liz I think is brought I hate to keep harping on the mandatory plastic bag. You, you predicted it. But it just means that you have to, like, monitor the bagging of your food to such a degree. I can't, I can't right. understand it. They are resentful if you ask for them to put the meat in a separate bag. And they, like, willfully don't put it in a separate bag. <laughs> I bring a thousand bags and they shove everything into two. I, I can't. It's like... I'm not and the manager. Not, yeah. I'm not the manager of the Vons. I know okay? you should be. You should be. And and what about the kombucha takeover? Yeah. I mean, there is a right. fr- there is a refrigerated case of kombucha that used to be nice fresh vegetables. Yeah. And and some juices and some large bottles of water that you could take away. Now it's like fermented je- gel, jelly j- juices. Um so is it just me or no, it's uh, not. Stop, it's just stop <laughs> and go away because we miss our bonds <laughs> because every time I punch in my uh, code, my phone number, it's your phone number, Leanne. I'm giving you points. <laughs> well, I was invested just as much as you. Right. <laughs> I didn't realize you were using my my Vons Club number. Thank you, Sheila. I, I owe you a lot. Well, so now I'm, I'm getting that- a lot of emails from Vons like, "Where are you?" They're, they're concerned now because I, I start I've started to go to other grocery stores, and I was a I was a premium customer there, platinum customers. They told me, one. <laughs> so one of our best. They told me one time. So, thank you, Sheila, for bringing that, that the cake situation to the to a national attention. Uh, okay, well, just um, oh, I wanted to give you guys a little update. Uh, I know I declared on this show last fall that I had a plan to redecorate my living room just to freshen up my living room here in Santa Monica. And I had a Christmas deadline to buy my couch. Do you remember we had that discussion? Oh, yes. Well, I did not make that Christmas deadline. (laughs) Here we are. It's mid-May. So I wanted to alert you that the couch has, in fact, been ordered. Oh, so exciting. So I, I made the move. I was finally getting myself the, like... L-shaped sectional, basically giant TV watching piece of furniture that uh, I have never had but always needed. So I, uh, the couch has been ordered, and once you know the couch is coming, 
then you got to do everything else, right? Because mm-hmm. then you got then you really got to get moving. But Leanne, you, I, I wanted to mention to you the place where I ordered the. I looked at every couch in Southern California, <laughs> but and ended up ordering it from that company Mitchell Gold and Bob Williams. Oh, see them they have nice. The yeah, they have nice couches. They nice have very furniture. nice couches. They also have among their nice couches, they have the whole Good Wife collection of furniture (laughs) so they do the furniture for the show apparently i've noticed that credit at the end of the show now yeah get a credit if you go to mgbwhome.com you can buy i'm looking at it right now you can buy alicia's office sofa um or if that's that's too much for you you can just get alicia's guest chair if that's what you want you can get diane's guest chair i don't watch the show Crazy. I don't know who Diane is. She's the big can... boss. She's uh, oh, okay. yeah. Oh, or would you Lockhart prefer... Gardner? She's the she's the boss of Lockhart Gardner. <laughs> okay. Or if you'd prefer, you know, things from the Kalinda collection, there's uh, Kalinda furniture. I don't want. Her and then furniture. of course, I don't like it. we don't like Kalinda. Yeah, it would be okay. dirty her furniture. Oh yeah, <laughs> it was covered with leather. Yeah, she's I always wearing leather. I don't like oh. it. Well, like the um, would you prefer Will's loft cocktail yes, table? Yes, Liz. yes. Now that he's gone, Will. now that he's gone, you can pair Will's leather chair, which looks very nice, <laughs> with Will's loft cocktail table, and a, there's a single patchwork leather pillow that is all in the Will collection. Mm-hmm. So, um, or the full-on so- leather sofa, you know, from the Will collection. That's all there if you want to go to uh, mgbw.com. Anyway, so now that. Um, now that I've ordered the couch, uh, the rest of the things have to start moving quickly and I'm experiencing what other people who have redecorated always tell me about, which is once you start doing one thing, then everything else, all of a sudden the things you weren't going to change is so I'm just calling it mission creep. Here is my, here's the mission creep I'm experiencing now. The, the concept for my living room was to just kind of rearrange, clean up a few things, but also add a wooden mantle above my fireplace. Mm. Just, you know, that sort of wood thing, you know, is very in now, the raw wood thing. Right. So add, add a mantle. But then once you start to think about adding the mantle, as you know, not far from the mantle, I have the three wooden steps down into my living room. So then the discussion started this week about, well, should I make the, should I, turn the wood stairs into that same wood, mm-hmm. right? And you think, oh, Leon, wow. I discussed this with you midweek. That would look nice, wouldn't it? It would look great. The reclaimed yeah. wood there would look beautiful, just yeah. enough to tie everything together. Yep. Right. So, but once you put the reclaimed wood on the stairs from the dining room to the living room, then you look at your dining room table and right. you think, <laughs> well, then do I need a different dining room table? The The table looks wrong. And then once you start to think about changing the dining room table just beyond that is the kitchen floor and <laughs> oh liz oh wow so you see, see what no. i mean about yeah. the yeah. Yeah. like one reclaimed wood mantle <laughs> now has me rethinking all sorts of other elements oh so wow I just, I just wanted to get some advice like how much like the how much wood is too much wood so mm. so my friend todd who is helping me with all of this he was here all week he's an architect lives in seattle but is now sort of my live-in part-time live-in consultant on this project and extremely useful he's like okay i have six wood ideas for you you should pick two and a half of them <laughs> <laughs> that's right that's a good that is great advice that's yes. good right yeah so do it all. i'm 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 working this out the the decorating mission creep um the uh so anyway that that's kind of where I am the couch and what I, color what color is the couch Liz? the couch is kind of a um a slate color slate linen I'm going you know the name of my project have you heard the overall design theme Sa- Santa Mendocino <laughs> close that's what close. is it Santa Montecito. Mendoza. Oh, Santa, Santa Montecito. Yes. Santa Montecito. I wanted some sort of, I wanted to feel like casual California. It's, you know, not quite beachy because I'm a, it's a very contemporary condo that I live in. So it's not, you don't want to pretend you're in a beach cottage. Coastal living. You don't Coast, want to- exactly. That's Todd and I were talking about it this week. I referenced coastal living. Exactly. If it can make it onto the pages of coastal living, I think it could work here. Mm. 
But you can see why once I start doing a little bit of that, some of the stuff I already have is going to just look wrong. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I think the only question Sheila and I have is, who's getting your old couch? <laughs> I, I know. You weren't I you know. thinking that, Sheila? Yes. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. But you, Liz has already given me a couch. I feel like I don't deserve another couch. <laughs> the couch, Liz, Mark the dog walker has already claimed the couch. Oh, uh, okay. All right. Oh, wow. Okay. But <laughs> but I, I do have other items that are available okay. uh, if, you, if you'd like to swing by. And our sister-in-law, Laura, has, is taking the two living room chairs. Okay. Oh, okay. So I like the family first idea, like that we get a preview before you put it out on the sidewalk. Yes. Yeah, (laughs) I did. I called around. No one wanted the TV armoire. So that Todd actually just put that in the alley and in blue tape, he put free on it. And, um, but stuff goes really fast in my alley. Yeah. So, well, right. No one wants an armoire anymore. The, 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 that, those days are over. Right. Yeah. That took two days to move. Yeah. Even Even, saying free on it. Two days is a long time out there. Uh, So that's how little people want armoires, (laughs) that even when it's free, they don't want it. Mm. But I think probably someone saw it and then had to go home and get a truck and come back. So the, um, I was worried at one point in the first 24 hours, somebody took just, just the drawers. Oh, and I thought, who's going to take the armoire now (laughs) that the drawers are gone. But then I, then I decided, no, what it was is the people that wanted the armoire took the drawers so no one else would want the armoire. Yeah, that's good. That's right? good scavenging. It's sort of a way of yeah. claiming it. Yeah. You don't want this. And then went home and got whatever truck they needed oh. to haul away the armoire. That's, that's the story I've told myself about uh, that the armoire has ended up in the right home. So, um, <laughs> so, so yeah. So, so I'm going, Liz. Now, do you have a new deadline? Yes. Uh, yes. So by the end of the summer is my new deadline. So wow. This, so this week project, because of course the remember the original goal of this entire project was just to get new carpet. That was all <laughs> I was going to do because the carpet is right. trashed. Yeah. Uh, okay. The, now, now are you painting? I forgot. Are you painting? Yes. Yes. Okay. So um, that's major. Yeah. So the idea is to now, now I have to figure out what to do in what order, right? Like the, the, so I think I need to do the carpet and the paint pretty quickly, maybe even before all the new furniture arrives. Yes. And then be prepared to, to touch up the walls when they nick the walls with the new furniture. Okay. Yeah. But that's smart. That's smart. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, I will, I'll I'll keep you informed, but that's. Yes. um, Keep us posted. All right. Well. Super quick before we go, I just want to let you know what I'm doing this week. I can't wait. I was invited to like a, a special like skin and uh, uh, thing by one of my friends who's a dermatologist. Oh, Sheila. I got invited too. And then, yes. Did you see who else is going to be there? The woman known around town as the hormone whisperer. Yes, <laughs> I did. Dr. Park. Dr. Park. She puts magic pellets in you, Liz. All my friends get their magic really? pellets. Yes. And so uh, I will report you back. You think it's time? I, I, I know it's not time for me because uh-huh. I have had friends who have gone into her before it's time, like begging her, please just put the pellets in now. Please put them in now. And there, she's like, sorry, you're still too young. So, <laughs> Right. Yes. Oh, get the, get the scoop on I'm the gonna pellets. I'm going to get the scoop and I'll report back. Uh, first on like collagen in your skin, aging in skin, and then the hormone whisperer comes on. Uh, wow. And there's lunch and a goodie bag. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. You know, the, um, our, our older brother, Dick turned 60 this week. Mm-hmm. Um, the, and I forgot until the very last minute. So I texted him for his birthday. All right. That's nice. That's, that's <laughs> I got family under the wire though. Yeah. I just, you know, just said happy 6-0 and he responded. He said, it seems preposterous that I'm 60. <laughs> and it does, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. That we could have an older brother that would be 60. So um, we have two of them. Now. Well, it doesn't seem that preposterous to me anymore, considering how old I am. <laughs> it really doesn't actually. So Yeah. That no, but that's. I don't want to be sixty. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> well, I'm I enjoyed it I, when I told Brooks, "Oh, it's Uncle Dick's sixtieth birthday." He said, um, "Wow, he's a lot older than you." I was like, "Yes, he is. Thank you." <laughs> <laughs>
That's a good. That's a good son. He is. A, he's a good boy. <laughs> he did propose a new segment for the show too. He want, He said, "How about I just come up every time you're recording and ask what you're making me for lunch?" I was like, "Okay." okay. <laughs> Okay. That's probably how most of your conversations with Brooke start. Right? It is. I'm hungry. What's for fill in the blank? All right, you guys, I got to go. There's a big Ferrari show downtown here in Pasadena. So fam's going to see the Ferraris. Oh, wow. excellent. A little Sunday afternoon activity here. Uh, but Followed ha- by a little reflexology. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think not. I think Sheila's done all the reflexing there's going to be this week. But um, have a great week, everybody. Liz, are you, you in town? Too. Are you traveling? Yeah, or- no, I'm in town all week. This is, a, this is a big week in my business. This is the one week a year where everyone comes in from around the world and actually looks at all the new TV shows for the year. And so it's like the super fun week where every day, all day this week, I am just watching television land. So, oh, yeah. so you go to like Disney and they show you all their new shows. And then you go to Sony and they show you all their new, because our buyers have to decide what we're buying for all of our international channels. Of course, I don't buy anything, but I get to go just watch TV all week. So whew, it's going to be exhausting. <laughs> Sheila, are you just watching TV all week in your class? No, we were, we used up all of our films on South America on Friday. We watched about five films in a row. Sheila, I can send you some more Nat Geo videos. I got oh, Liz, that yeah. would be wonderful. <laughs> okay. That would be great. I'm sorry I forgot to mention. Yes, we have we have to cover, in two weeks, we have to cover South America and Antarctica, of course. <laughs> okay. The forgotten continent. Well, there's That'd just a, a lot less of Antarctica to cover these days. So don't worry yeah. about it. We're just going to do a quick hit one day. <laughs> yeah. Watch that Penguin movie. That's All right, you guys. Have a great week. Everybody Thanks, have a Leah. great week. You know, we mention stuff on the show all the time. And, uh, and people contact me and say, what was the name of that? We do write the name of stuff in our show notes. So I want to encourage people to go to SatelliteSisters.com. If we mention, like, I will put links. Liz mentioned a Ken Auletta article. I'll put a link at SatelliteSisters.com. If there's any, like, pertinent things we mention on the show, I usually put the links in the show notes, as do as does Liz. So check there first. And then if you don't see it, you can contact us. But uh, usually those are pretty complete. And they, they do take a while to put together. <laughs> so please check there first. <laughs> uh, just go to the website occasionally. That was said very nicely, Leah. Thank That's you very good. much, Liz. All right. And have a great week. And don't forget, call your Satellite Sister. Hello, Satellite Sisterhood. Thanks for downloading our podcast. Whether you're a longtime listener or new to Satellite Sisters, we always welcome your input and your enthusiasm. In fact, our theme for 2014 is Share the Sisters. So if you're so inclined, help us spread the word about Satellite Sisters. How, you may ask? Well, go ahead and write a review on iTunes or give us the thumbs up on Stitcher if that's where you download the show. We'd love to have you share a link to our show on your Facebook stream. Or how about just go to SatelliteSisters.com and pay us a visit every once in a while over there at our blog. Thank you so much for your support of Satellite Sisters. And don't forget, share the sisters.